0: <laughs> that sounds great in
1: the tom mic
0: beow, 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 beow.
1: morning and welcome to don't feed the artists i'm Hagen Howshield.
0: um I'm, I'm jackson russo He's uh tonight we're staying up early with pearl earl go ahead and and... i'm adam selby <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> so uh i i'll let you guys introduce yourself that's becoming a thing now. That's, that's I, I keep name. saying it's that. a shitty thing. I keep saying it.
2: I'm Bailey Chapman. I'm Stephanie. Chelsea Daniel. I'm Ariel. Neat. And two of us don't have last names. <laughs> wow. I'm Stephanie Ariel. Hartley.
0: So uh, I just want to kick this... By the way, they're Pearl Earl. I'm Earl <laughs> Bailey. Um, I just want to kick this off with a complete tangent already. Um, so Perfect. I don't know if anybody who listens to this podcast knows what... Uh, i look like or any of pearl Earl. but three of the seven people in here have super curly hair and i'd like to just get off on a tangent on that what do you guys do for like product and stuff
3: Ooh, ask ariel
4: right now okay because so she's my muse what i do is when i get out of the shower i put more conditioner back in my hair but also importantly they say if you rinse your conditioner out with cold water it seals your hair follicle and makes it very shiny and the curls kept up and very nice. So I do that every chance I get unless it's really cold outside.
0: Then I'm like, fuck it.
1: Jackson's not going to do any of this. Jackson, no, I'm Jackson. Awesome. okay. So yeah. quick, <laughs> to. I must,
0: promise we will uh, talk about y'all's band we'll talk at about some point.
1: Our number one point is hair. That's what we talk just about so on you this know. podcast. Okay,
5: hair, hair
2: band. We're, we're the curlies <laughs> and the stripes. Yeah. This is our hair, okay? Yeah. Just our hair. Is that and like if we is... were like shirts and skins? We'd be the curlies in the straights. like rhythms. Yeah. You guys, are
1: rhythm
0: section, rhythm section, rhythm section like, and then okay, gotcha. Hair. Yeah, I mean,
2: curlies. Well, wow, hair.
0: this is terrible for an audio-only podcast because there will uh, be a photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll definitely have a photo in there. Right. So, and uh, Jackson,
2: the the curly hair has actually caused a lot of strange endeavors um, with. Uh,
0: like for you guys? Yes, or
2: just yeah. curly hair in general? We we'll won't go into it, but uh, <laughs> having, having two curlies <laughs> no, in the dark. You have to tell them. You have to tell them. It's hard, hard to know. This is, this is uh, it's I hard to know, know, know which curly, curly is, is which in the dark. Uh, you yes. See what I'm saying. Oh, wait. Okay. I know why we can't. It's like fairly oh, So on tour, this has so. become a problem. That's There's just a curly
6: funny. eye like to c- cuddle with in particular. I uh, get that. Sometimes. Yeah. I like both of them. I like cuddling with both of them. But one of them. It's easy to get it mixed up. Is the
2: is the one that sh- should be spooned. And the other one <laughs> sometimes is not. <laughs> but anyways, we should all be thin. We, we should thin but, so. but okay, so <laughs>
0: trust me, I'm not going to listen to any advice on your my hair, hair though. Bad. I just like to ask everyone with hair because we all really do have similar hair. We do the three of yeah. us, and I think you guys probably take a lot better care than I do Yours of mine. Looks great. Well, thank you. I don't shampoo or condition at all. It's been like two years since That's I have. That's
4: good. That's apparently okay. really good for your hair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Trust me, it doesn't feel that way sometimes. But uh yeah no i even uh so my favorite band is coheed and cambria and if you don't know the singer claudio sanchez he has hair that is just a big mane and looks kind of like mine this
1: podcast is uh actually a coheed and cambria podcast yes i think i think every episode we talk about like uh, there was one episode (laughs) where coheed and cambria went live on facebook and
0: jackson brought that up i had my phone out and was watching them live on facebook (laughs) while it the people were talking
5: <laughs> the person.
0: but yeah no so what i was getting at on that is i had a vip uh laminate for one of their shows and i went backstage and was like hanging out and talking to the band and the one thing i talked to the singer claudio about was like hey man how do you do your hair and i everything is set in one ear and out the other so i'm not gonna even listen to my idol so I just like to talk. We should start our own podcast, us three, just talking about yeah, you know about our hair. cosmetics this is and like hair. Mm-hmm. His, th- his third podcast
1: now.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? You like to talk, do you? That's no, not good. I mean, yeah, you
1: do. Yeah, like to talk. Hagen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we can we can we talk to them about their band now? I guess. <laughs> Go for it, man. Uh, you have the questions. Yeah, you you're the one with talking points.
0: Okay, uh, so you guys, you have an album coming out. My okay, I guess we'll get into the whole album and stuff, but my biggest question is because you know as i was snooping through the whole you know social media to find out what i could for this episode uh it's kind of unclear does the album have a name is it going to be self-titled do you guys not want to talk about that
2: self-titled sick so the ep was karaoke superstar yeah six songs uh we were saving self-titled for this that, I mean you only get to do it once
0: that's I, I literally have that same feeling yeah. uh, I think self-titled can be a lot more potent than people think I think it can come off as lazy in certain cases but I think for the right album it can really be especially because this is y'all's first full length especially mm-hmm. since you guys have the EP that you said mm-hmm. that's uh
2: well and a lot of a lot of big bands that are like the forefathers of rock and roll it was always self-titled volume two volume three you know like if you think about it so uh not that we're gonna not title our future albums. yeah i was yeah. gonna say
0: is it gonna be pearl Earl two pearl Earl three and nah. roman numerals We <laughs>
2: like words yeah <laughs> yeah i will
4: say that if it was gonna be called something meet your maker would have been the title track for it but
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. i get that yeah um shit here i am hitting a good transition. speed bump already what's well, i
1: think that <laughs> i think that <laughs> and self, this is why i edit self-titled or self-titled albums a lot of time are like the kind of like the album that you see is like the band has found like their place a lot of times like this is the album that maybe doesn't mean the most necessarily but it's the one that's sort of like just hit hit right where they want to sound wise and this like this shows is growth so whenever i see self-titled i never think like oh that's lazy i'm always like this is going to be a good album if they're, like, naming it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. name this After Effects.
4: Well, and it was actually, like, we lost, you know, we weren't went back to our roots as just the three-piece that we started off as for the album. So, so us three just were on this
2: album. Chelsea's our newest member, but she got added right after the album finished recording.
0: Yeah, it was actually, because you guys recorded this um, with Alex Bohr of... Uh, This Will Destroy You over at Elmwood, right? Mm -hmm. And Brack Hinchel. Yeah, and And mutual friend Brack. I just want to... Friend of the show. Friend of the the show. show.
2: Yeah, I was just listening to his podcast. I
0: have something pulled up. I was texting him just about things, and uh, then I said, oh, yeah, by the way, Pearl Earl coming on in like an hour. Uh, Anything that I don't know I should mention. And I don't want to paraphrase this. I want a direct quote. He said, yeah, tell them they smell like bunch of hippies
5: (laughs) so uh that's not really a question but
0: no it's not a question and it's also not really anything i could spin off of but i wanted to have a section where i was praising alex Bohr and his greatness and then also mention brack and just talk about his comment
5: right yeah and well
2: and that goes back to hair too it really does hippies and hair
0: But yeah, that's a complete tangent already. Yeah, um, he's
2: borrowing these hippies'
7: hand drums after this, so I'll <laughs> let him know. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I drop off my bonkos and congas tonight, right. I'll be like, hey, you smell the patchouli?
0: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
7: Okay, oh, that's gonna what I'm going to do. I'll be like, yeah, exactly. Be like, hope you enjoy those congas. <laughs> enjoy. be so, all over it.
0: <laughs> so you were mentioning, uh, we, we'll get back to those two alex and uh brack but you guys were mentioning that for so for the first ep it was a four piece um and then for this one uh you know it was the three piece while recording and brack was telling me that because you guys still have keys in the record right i did yeah he was telling me ariel did them right yeah yeah and they sound really good and i was just wondering kind of the dynamic of like did you come in chelsea because you play keys now and Mm -hmm. um did you come in you know and write your own parts or kind of just add on what ariel had and
7: i added on what ariel had because ariel has a specific sound and if i especially for her band and so whenever like i came up with like some sort of like different line or something i just was like hey what do you think about this and sometimes she'd be like well that's cool and sometimes like it's not necessarily what i'm going for with the song because she has you know this is like her composition you know so she has a way that she wants it to sound and she wants it to sound a lot like the recording too um but here and there I'll embellish on a few parts that um you know that don't necessarily like stand out that much so that's just the that's that's where I'm coming from you know just try to keep it like the recording but at the same time just put a little bit of my style
3: on it
4: yeah. i'd say it but i mean i think th- i hear you play things that um you, like obviously we can't emulate the same sounds on the uh, album but so she has sounds that you know we've like landed on that she's picked that are like way different sounding that add like a new life to the live songs. Like in Captain Howdy, there's this really cool part that I, oh, there's like three really cool parts that you made up that, <laughs> that I wish were on there, like the actual recording. So I think you've definitely gotten to like embellish and make them kind of your own and cool.
0: That's some of like the coolest feelings. I don't know. I like this at least um, when you record a song and it's one way and then like even like a month later before the album's even out like you know it has new parts because Hagen and I have definitely done that like I think every single song we've recorded together have different parts and maybe even different feels and Mm -hmm. like I could see how that would be frustrating for some people but I think it's actually really cool because it shows like okay it's always I think music and any type of art that is uh should you know be constantly morphing. It's not some static thing. It should be dynamic, which yeah. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that there is that album version, and you're talking about how Chelsea added some stuff. Yeah. So it's a different thing now.
7: it has been a nice, like, backbone. I'm really because there you know there are some parts i'm just really glad for the guidance you know to have that and then to have the recordings to listen to and then you know so it's like i have a wonderful foundation that ariel has like given me and then it's just kind of like okay here's a foundation like this is like you know what i can do and then whenever i play i'm just kind of go hmm i kind of hear this in the song what do you think and that's why i always ask her i'm just kind of like hey what do you think about this part and then you know she usually is like yeah yeah, you know, really, yeah. I mean, it's that simple. It's uh, it's just like that. It's like yeah.
2: Spot on. Ariel yeah, right and there. yeah, right. So we all have a pretty good aerial impression. Yeah.
1: Can we can we just go down the row?
2: No. <laughs>
0: Ariel, what's your best aerial? Really good. That was great. Perfect.
7: That's the best aerial That was so weird. Yeah.
0: I don't know, but so um, you play with Paul Slavens, right?
7: Yeah, I play vibraphone and like any other percussion stuff. He has. So,
0: if anyone doesn't know Paul Slavens, like, okay, his whole gimmick is not gimmick—that super shitty way of saying that—but um, his whole thing is, you know, he makes up songs on the spot. At least from what I've seen, that's mm-hmm. his thing. I know. Is he makes yeah, up songs minute. on the Imp-pop. spot, and it's not just—it's uh, not just him. Where you know that's impressive on its own, but it's a whole band. It, especially when I first saw him, it was you, him, and two other people. Mm-hmm. What is rehearsal like on that? Is there rehearsal? No, or? it's
7: awesome. You just because you can't rehearse that. You can't yeah, rehearse making up a song. Well, I don't
0: know if you guys like you know try to you know <laughs> gel together and just you know.
7: Mm-mm. No, that's why he has like specific players that you know he likes. But those are the rules. He has like certain rules. Like you know, one, you're not going to get paid unless someone leaves a really big tip. Like sometime one time someone left a big tip. He's like, "Wow, I'm going to pay the band." We were all <laughs> like, "You're going to pay the band?" That's, that's... Uh, so that was nice. Um, but you know, and you can leave whenever you want. And you can, you know, show up at eight to set up, and that's basically it, the gig's at nine. So show up at eight, set up your stuff, you're not going to get paid, you can leave whenever you want, and uh, just get ready to have, like, one of the craziest gigs. I mean, it's
0: super fun to watch, because, like, (laughs) I'm terrible, I can't improvise at all, like, I'm the type of person who has to calculate every single move I do, whether it's live or recorded or anything, I can't ever, like, make something up on the spot. So, like, watching people like you, like, up there, you know, making it up on the spot, and, like... I think it's easy to like hear this kind of thing and think, "Oh, you know, it's probably obvious they're making it up." It's really not. It's like it's super like it seems like you guys have rehearsed these songs and Mm-mm. it's super cool.
2: Yeah. She's just watching his hands that's the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's her rehearsal yeah. like a millisecond. Mm-hmm.
7: That's crazy. what everyone does. Um I mean the uh tex is usually the drummer he you know he just has a good ear so he just knows the beat to just like jump in on it but all the melodic players like that's well, that's why we all like try like cave around him you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was, like we all get like closer each gig like we we're like one time i was like almost on top of paul with my vibraphone just be like what, what's going on you know um but yeah so like we all like just kind of like cave around him and then like we look at his hands and he's just like oh what's he doing you know and usually the players that he has has, like, really incredible ears, so whenever he does a chord change, everyone's just kind of like, oh, okay, okay, oh, he changed it, and then I'll look over, I'm like, okay, cool, you know, and that's whenever music theory comes into too. Yeah, that's like incredible. Standard Woo! music theory. Oh, I know, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> music theory. The devil's playground.
0: <laughs> but, okay, it, one more thing about your playing that I want to mention, and then I'll take you off the spotlight. <laughs> um, I think, uh, so first time i saw you live was with pearl earl and i think it was at harvest house i don't know if that was your first show
1: with no, pearl earl but no. um not for so.
7: sure, the manatee oh god <laughs>
1: <laughs> the manatee
2: let's not Rich, use, let's let's not use, use any precious that. time for the manatee. yeah
0: oh trust me time is not precious here we can talk for three hours we are all oh, down for man. that um sure. you guys let, man. we talked let's revi- for we, let's revisit the man we talked for <laughs> four hours with Richard Haskins yeah, so yeah four hours and that that was we do
2: have band practice long. yeah we have band <laughs> practice we're doing a four-day tour and I've been gone for okay about
0: a, well we can yeah. record that too
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what I was gonna say is like so whenever I think of you know a keyboard player you know typically like yeah okay that that's irrelevant what i'm trying to say is so when i saw you play last uh you had two micro corgs was your setup and you had other stuff but like that was your main key setup Mm -hmm. and which is super cool because like every time every i mean i have one every time i've seen people playing them live or even using them or record those are almost always texture pieces mm-hmm. and like they're always you know maybe like a the base of a song and then the other hand is playing a full like a, a synth but the way you use two of those and i assume it's just different octaves same um you know setup or whatever but like i've never seen anyone use um, two microchords or even a microchord in that way and it was super cool and inventive i just wanted to Praise cool. you for that, real well, quick. Thank you.
7: <laughs> well, it, how it happened is Ariel has a microcore and I have a microcore and we looked at each other—that curlies—and we looked at, <laughs> and that's how it <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was just like, "Huh, okay," because you know we wanted different sounds of uh, because the recording that she did on the album they used her microchord mm-hmm. so a lot of the sounds that's where like you get like the authentic sound from the album is with hers and then i had my microchord that i do my solo stuff with where all of my main melodies comes from a microchord and so you know so then i had my patches to like add to the group and add to the sound and i was like well you know should we do like two different synths i haven't really seen like two people use or people a uh, person use like two different microchords you know like what should we do like we're we really gonna do this and both looked at each other, were like, yeah, yeah, and so then we just started doing it, and everyone's just been like, you know, obviously great feedback. <laughs>
2: so it's just kind of like, all right, it cool, works. yeah, it and just use, it works. And they usually are different settings, actually, because mm-hmm. I, I can yeah. just I've press made my own and yeah. patches that
4: she uses and things like that.
2: Yeah, so like
7: Ariel has come up with her own patches that sh- that's like specific, like, perlural sound that I use primarily. And then on the top, like, I have, like, you know, like a different bass sound or a different synth sound. So I have a, at first I had a cheat sheet, but now we're playing so many shows, I have it, like, memorized. Like, oh, okay, the top's going to be Trance 7, B patch you know, <laughs> and then the bottom's going to be Electronica 3. Okay, here we go. You know, it's just kind of <laughs> like, like, everyone. Everyone so, uh, who has
0: a microcorg is going to listen to that and, uh, like, go to the pro laural setting now. Uh, Which, like, everyone who has a, like, who wants to get into synths or anything like the stepping stone is getting a microchord. Yeah, just get a microchord. Yeah. Super fun. It's
7: all you need. They're versatile.
0: Yeah. So uh, while we're on it, y'all's live shows are super fun to watch and I think that everyone has their own, you know, thing. Whereas Chelsea, you know, it's cool watching, you know, I've never seen somebody use microcorks in that way. Um, Everyone looks like they're having a really fun time. Ariel, I I like your guitar playing a lot. I can't sing and play some of the things that you're doing so that's super impressive to me and... (laughs) Your lyrics—I have no idea what they mean, but they're super fun to listen to. <laughs> um, <laughs> you started you start,
1: you start doing a thing—I don't know when you started doing it, but it seems like it's been more consistent lately. Where like you'll bring someone up on stage to play for a tune, yeah, and you'll, yeah. And you'll like go fucking nuts just by yourself singing. And yeah. Like when when did that start and did that that, that come because you just wanted to? Or? Our, last on tour, tour. On tour, yeah. Our last tour on tour. Our
4: last tour. Benjamin Copeland was the first one to do it because he knows that song because it's really easy. It's like three chords, and so he was like do you want me to come play it? And I was like, yeah. Because I always kind of like, there's a part of me that really ju- does just want to sing and not play guitar because I get to be like free. Yeah. You know? So that's the song I get to do it on.
2: It's on Karaoke Soup. And Superstar it's kind of the ironic. song right, that okay. we do it on. And it's partially because that song, like the music video is supposed to be like, a karaoke thing with the words and the bouncing ball you should and she wants to sometime. be singing it like like she's just singing karaoke like this isn't my band anymore I'm just singing this song karaoke style that's really
1: fun so yeah. that yeah there
2: have been like three or four people that have played it cause
1: yeah. it's like cause it's a it, it's a it. It's something that in this, it, it breaks up the set in a really, really cool way, where yeah. it's like, I mean, like, it's already super duper exciting, and then watching you just, like, go hard out on <laughs> the guitar while someone else is playing is just, it just makes it that much better. She cool.
0: starts a mosh pit, she starts windmilling, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she punched me one time, it was sick.
1: And it's You're funny, because you mentioned that, because uh, Jackson, when me and Jackson were at ACL um, this past year, um, we were watching uh, all these all these bands like Young the Giant and all this stuff where they just have a singer and uh and Jackson was turn he turned to me and he's like, I just want I just wanna sing, I think. I don't wanna play guitar anymore. I'm not a good guitarist, that's why. But but like we, we tried that for one show. We had somebody fill in for like two songs, really? and actually got to try and just sing. And it was it was really it was really different. Like it was it was a very very different environment. So I think it's it it's a really fun thing to try. Yeah. There definitely. was a mosh
0: pit, so I like jumped into it. It was super fun. There was like instrumental breaks, so like I wasn't playing anything, and I didn't want to just sit there. So I was like, I'm gonna jump in that mosh pit. It was super fun, but I was super out of breath when I came back in yes. for like the last chorus. That's uh,
5: awesome. Well, it makes live shows more interesting, and like you want to go to them more. Yeah. like kind of like how you're talking about it's different seeing you guys live than just the recordings yeah so and another
4: funny thing is like oh like we don't practice with those people that we try out to come on stage like they've we don't know if they're gonna fuck it up completely because we've never practiced so it's kind of like funny to see how they're gonna play it because you can notice that people play it like differently different.
1: that's awesome so you guys have uh already mentioned this multiple times that you guys have uh been on tour and are going on tour. Wait,
0: I wasn't done praising their live performance. I'm
1: done.
0: <laughs> okay. So Chelsea has her keys. Ariel has her moshing. Um Stephanie, I think I've seen you uh do the running man at yeah. multiple shows. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: Somebody noticed. Yeah, I've been waiting yeah. for
6: this moment. It's yeah. great
0: because so <laughs> the bass guitar is a, a pretty big instrument. I think it is. And so it's really cool watching you take this instrument and just start, you know, doing a running man on stage. And it takes an already fun atmosphere. And just like whenever, like, you know, maybe some people don't catch it. They're, you know, staring at Ariel or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, they just catch the corner of your eye. You see, you know, the bassist doing a dance. And you're like, oh my God, this yeah. is incredible. I don't know. That like I saw you do it at a so far set which was like <laughs> you like those are super yeah. low key and it's just like I honestly I was shocked to see something so energetic at like uh something like that but
5: Yeah, I think especially at that specific show it was like pretty calm until y'all were up and then it was like really exciting and Yeah, even like Tomcat
0: was like super mellow, and then like you guys came up and was
5: like, "Whoa!" We're all sitting
0: here with our wine, and and you guys are in our face. It was (laughs) super fun. Yeah, and then
6: I try and like sneak it in there, you know, at least once or twice you know set but uh i'm sorry if i uh blew Over your cover you no 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 no. it's great because maybe now like someone will look out for it that's listening to this but i usually try and like make eye contact with at least one person while i'm doing it someone that's that great. like looks old enough to know the running man <laughs> and i'm just like yeah you know what i'm doing that one's for you. and if, if my sister's there i definitely look at her i'm like that's, that's right great. you taught me this <laughs>
0: And then, Bailey, I don't think I've seen any drummer smile as much as you do when you play. Like, I don't know what it is about drummers, but you guys don't like to smile.
2: Well, I guess you haven't seen Trap Lord because my boyfriend yeah. smiles a lot when I he plays. I have not. Alex Gillen.
0: Hagen doesn't smile. I fucking
1: smile all the time while I play Jack I Don't, know. I don't, watch you just don't you. look at me. <laughs> you're on the other, you're facing the other. You're direction. busy looking at Our the Our bassist does front bass band.
0: solos, so I, I think that's kind of that, cool. Bro. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, just the whole, so a lot of bands play, you know. Uh, you know, there will be two vocals or whatever, but every single person in this band, all four of you
1: have a, a mic and you're all singing, which and is it just sounds super fun. great. Yeah. Like when everybody has a mic, I'm like, oh God, this is going <laughs> to, this is going to be scary. Who, where, where is this going to go? Yeah. And it sounds fucking great when awesome. you guys all sing. Uh, like, I, I would like, cool. it, it, seriously, whenever I see multiple mics, like, especially like three, at least three, I am terrified of what the band's going to do. Yeah. I'm like, It takes sound like good. one person to well, slightly off the whole thing. Players yeah yeah it's like please <laughs> please sound good please oh, sound yeah, good. And, funny. and then and you guys do you guys you guys sound great when everybody's singing it's it's oh, it's yay. very very it's very very different it's incredible hell
0: so. yeah so hagan do you want to talk about the album or
1: do you want to go straight to tour stories bro you're the one with the fucking notes we don't have an order <clears throat> what is what does your phone say
0: oh i've stopped taking notes
2: yeah the notes are in his brain yeah man
0: in the hair. i'm <sighs> in school man <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so we can talk about the album. That's is that cool with you, Adam? Sure.
1: Sweet. Should we ask your cat, Cambria?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh,
8: you do love
4: Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my
8: god.
2: <laughs> oh my god. That so cute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Can anyone in this band even name a Coheed and Cambria? Song? Yeah.
4: Um. That one song
2: that's like... That's, that's not song. Welcome <laughs>
4: Home. Yeah, that's a good one. The uh, Suffering. Nope, nobody
2: suffering. can name
0: the Suffering song. I loved Cohebembe
4: Cambria at it's one point. It's totally man.
0: fine with me. I'm not the type of person who wants everyone to like what I do like. Do I need to do go, go listen to, to it now? I saw do, do you, do you, one, can, you one, like once. progressive rock and progressive metal?
2: Uh, I like progressive uh, rock from go. the late 60s, early 70s. It's not like that. I would uh, like
0: you to listen to it for sake. I want to support that band. But if you don't like it, that's okay. I'll go
4: listen I jammed out. What was the other popular
0: one? Welcome, Welcome home. home. How did that go? Again? It's the one with the oh, little um, yeah. the sweep dun, at the dun, beginning. Dun, 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 dun. I can play it for you after.
2: Okay. Maybe <laughs> <So laughs> we should just do it now, you know, just embed it into there since this is a Koheed blog. Wait, we can no. Podcast. Like... Stop that. We right? <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> no, I was yeah, kidding. I okay, I'm, I kidding. You I'm kidding. Yeah, we can't get distracted. We have a new album coming
0: out, an LP, a self-titled so, LP. As far as I'm concerned, that's an exclusive here because I didn't see it anywhere on your website or Why do anything. you keep looking at me cuz you're cute. Um.
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: So you you guys did record with uh Alex Bor, which I and Brack Kentrell and so I know Brack has worked with him before with on Cozy Hawks uh Pan Pacific. Is that was that what the record was called? I believe so. Yeah, Cozy good. Hawks first record. I'm sorry, Brack. I know you're not going to listen to this though. So that's fine with me. He's too busy. Yeah, way too busy. <laughs> um what was that like? I did when you cuz the first karaoke superstar was with with Brack, correct? And I don't know. It it was just Brack who mix and retracted. it. What was it like, you know, going to Alex Bor because I love this Will Destroy You and I can only ima- i I've only just I knew that they were from around here, but I've only just like come across the fact that he is local and he works in a ton of shit that I really like and it was like you guys and Brack who brought that to my attention so what is that like working with like you know two people and you know obviously Elmwood which is a super nice studio
4: awesome Uh, I really really love Alex Bohr and I love Brack that's why we didn't want to well Brack was actually the one that was like so for your next album I want to take it to Elmwood with um, Alex Bohr and do like a collaboration thing which i don't think they've ever done like that before but alex Bor is so cool i really like him all,
2: i remember after that first day we didn't really know we didn't know all. him at all it was like we had found like a, a new f- you know fast friend mm-hmm. he he's funny he's so rad he's funny he's like he's our pace you know like yeah but also, he thinks we're funny when we're being dumb. And you know when people have the same humor as you? Yeah. I don't know. It just was like... He gets yeah. us. It, it was cool, get
6: too, like, being in, being in a studio with someone you don't know who, in your mind, is, like, way further ahead of you in the game. And then they're, like, actually interested in not just your music, but your life and, like, what you're doing. And our conversations were very just normal, like conversations like it wasn't like all business all the Not time at all it was it was comfortable it was it was fluid and it was
0: uh, yeah i, I definitely get that because that's how it was when we recorded with brack we didn't know him i knew that i worked with you guys and all like mink coats and everyone i was like super into all of the recordings he had ever done i was like okay well, I want to do, I want to work with this guy. So I talk to him super nice, you know, over text and everything. But when I first met him and we actually work with him, I, I love Brack. You know, we go to shows together now and we're like super good friends. So like, it's just amazing, like having someone who you're totally worried because you're, it's definitely a business relationship mm-hmm. at first. So you're paying them and you're worried, okay, are they going to be super into this or are they just here to get a paycheck? Or are they going to put their stamp on this? Or are they just here, you know, to press buttons? And it's amazing to have someone who's, yeah. Actually, I mean,
6: whenever Alex recommended, or sorry, whenever Brack recommended Alex, I mean, we were already good friends with Brack and and worked with him, so it was kind of we weren't too worried about someone just coming in and trying to, you know, we trust. We a, yeah, we, we trust Brack. Him. We trusted him for
0: sure. That wasn't Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Like a, like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Without, like
7: a Yeah, was <laughs> that like a slow ground? I was in Jurassic Park for a minute. I was like, hell. I gotta go.
1: <laughs> There's for me it's always like I, I you know, we we worked with Brack and I, I love Brack, but I, I have this thing no matter who I'm working with and no matter what scenario, especially if it's a studio recording anything, I'm like super anxious and super nervous all the time. So I couldn't imagine being in your shoes where I mean you like you, you knew Brack, but you're going to like big studio working with big guy and like if I was if I was doing that I would like not be sleeping. I would be like Okay to play really well cuz I've like I've gone to a studio had to play like one like I had to do like three really really good takes in like like such a short amount of time and then leave and that was all I had that was all I could do and I was oh, wow. and so yeah. I got super I get super nervous with that kind of shit and so I I applaud you guys for like going in with that kind of I mean like it's it's also just like a a being able to be okay with any situation thing but that I I applaud you guys for going in and being like yes like we're like, this is going to be cool and so
2: Well at it, the end of that first day Alex totally like nullified any anxiety because yeah. he awesome. was so awesome and it was in, I was anxious as the drummer because he's he's a drummer he's a drummer so is and Brad. A, a fantastic drummer yeah after that first day I was like I'm so glad a drummer is recording us yeah. again because you know like well,
1: that, that, that's how I feel with Brack, but every still every time Brack says, Hey man, can you do this? I'm just like, Oh fuck, okay, yeah, but yeah, drum-
2: I can do it. <laughs> but Brack is not just
1: a Oh yeah, no, no, He's everything Brack's in everything. Mm-hmm. But Trust like, me. That yeah,
0: it's a stressful thing <laughs> about <laughs> Brack in like the best of ways. Because I play guitar very shittily and like we Don't recorded say
4: that about yourself. <laughs> Positive <laughs> enforcement is real. <laughs>
0: No. I don't I don't <laughs> no, know what to say
1: no, about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, don't don't, I, don't feed the artist PSA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that yeah, straight from the Earl. No,
2: for real. That's what we're about, man.
0: Okay. Well, okay. So basically, Brack is an amazing guitarist and so whenever we were listening to the final mixes of uh the moniker EP, we were just sitting there and, uh, you know, listening to my parts and I'm like, man, this sounds really good. And, you know, as you listen to mixes, you've heard them a thousand times, so you're used to it, so you're able to just walk around the room and, you know, do other stuff while still listening. Rack picks up, like, this classical guitar and it's just in the back corner, like, just basically shredding over this song that we just recorded. And I was like, fuck. I uh, wish that I you had played that on the record, but yeah, it, it's super cool having some. But that that's a good thing having someone like that because he definitely recommends things and like he talks solfege with me when we're talking about singing, and Solfedge. which is great because I know what he's talking about and it it makes everything it clicks because when somebody's you know just explaining something to you without kind of some terminology behind it, it just becomes babble. Really.
1: So so you guys recorded recorded the album how long was the process it was definitely
4: time we started in august like august 27th of last year and we laid down the like tracks like the live tracks um and then we weren't finished until well she um stephanie was gone for two months uh so basically
2: well, me, and she, me and me and Us, Ariel, and I were in the studio, and she was out in California trimming pot. I mean, that's what was happening. (laughs) Me. So we're like hoping to get a little bit of, you know, reception so we can send the. They're like, hey, will you listen
6: to this and check it out? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, in my car, like. On the side of a mountain, just like... She was no, camping in her I car. No, I <laughs>
2: She me. was ca- living out of her car for two months. But the acoustics would have been great on that mountain.
6: Oh, yeah. Would have... <laughs> no, I I, I did get, get some reception and heard the things, and I was just like, yes, you know, like, you... What I was listening through, you can't really hear anyways, but I, I trust them. and We
2: have a lot of mutual trust.
6: Yeah, I mean, there was really We're not no... going to, like,
2: turn the bass down. Yeah, you
7: know?
4: like, fuck she's her. So many she's lines.
7: in California. <laughs> <trouble> <laughs> no bass
6: for
4: you. And they'd both know, <laughs> it would have
6: just sucked without it, so...
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, yeah, totally.
4: It, it definitely took a lot more time than I thought it would take... But it was kind of at a very um, pivotal point in our uh, band makeup because we lost a member who was a keyboardist, so whenever... A week before? A week before. We went into the studio. Right, like pretty much right when we got back from a tour. And then uh, we, uh, you know, we laid down guitar, bass, and drums as they would be, but... Provide
2: time for her to write all new keyboard parts.
4: Yeah, and so it was kind of like, and that was a process too. It was figuring out what the new keyboard sounds would be, what like what to even play. Like we didn't want to play what the other person had played because that didn't feel right. But it was also really cool because it I feel like the album is more than it could have. It sounds more like what, what Pearl it, Earl should have sounded we, like. Because
6: we started as a three piece, and so I mean, she had key parts in mind to begin with and when we brought on the you know the fourth member the first time it kind of changed a little bit it wasn't bad it just wasn't you know maybe it, what was in mind in the first place and it went in a certain direction which was great for the time that it lasted but whenever we went back to the three-piece and recorded it kind of was able to let us reset in the she m- took in the three-piece mindset she took back the torch
4: yeah, yeah, it was we on did the key a great part. Job. <laughs> yeah, yeah take the torch. Here.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool. So it it was it was a longer process, but I think a lot of times when you have those longer processes, like it, it can it it's sometimes like super duper necessary. It's and worth it. Exactly. Way
4: I wouldn't have done it any other way. I, I understand now why albums take so long Yeah, we
1: had
2: no idea
4: Yeah, we didn't know that's why like your favorite bands don't release things for like two or three
2: years (laughs) yeah we thought we were gonna release it in may yeah now that release is july 15th
0: especially imagine like having like all like the arsenal that like you can have with like a record label having the financial backing like what's stopping you from saying hey we we need this violin player from this country to play this note like what's stopping you from doing that like it's got to it like I right now I'm just like sitting here thinking like oh what it'd be cool if we could have this on this song and that and like honestly something that was supposed to finish like this summer I don't see that happening and so like it's super cool but like that's awesome for us I see how it's frustrating as a listener who isn't a musician or in a band but which, it's super fun you
1: can't you can't rush the work you can't i uh-uh. mean that's that, you can't rush like the, the the creativeness of the work and all that stuff and that's it's something that I, I i see a lot of uh people do they they'll, they'll rush they'll rush a recording just so they can put something out which in some sense is good and sometimes like it's it, it's sometimes important to go i need something out but uh, i see a lot of people who are local or anywhere just record something that just isn't as good as it could have been because they just wanted to record it and release it which it has its own merit but if they if they if you take your time on it like you guys did you're gonna come up with something that you're proud of and everyone's gonna love yeah and that's so true yeah okay so you guys what
0: quick shout out to um by the way that popping you here is definitely soda pop
1: <laughs> um <fucking laughs> <love> soda pop. <laughs> I'm just trying okay. to
0: <laughs> not have an explicit rating this uh, Sorry. week. Oh, just this episode? Yeah, pot. it'd be really neat. Uh, <laughs> expand I mean, you horizon. We already about
2: her trimming pot in Cali, so that, that's, we blew it. That'll be legal we could, soon. We love drugs. <laughs> I just want to give a
0: quick shout out to, uh, because he did our <laughs> logo, Monica's logo, but you guys, uh, for the album artwork, you did, uh, you used Still Michael Slack, question. and oh, it's yeah. super beautiful. What's I a like
2: Michael Slack. Not oh, yes. yeah, that's not a, a, a question. That's a great question. Michael Slack? She spaced <laughs> for one moment. I did.
0: I, I'm just mentioning Michael because I, yeah. he needs all the bump he can get yes, he because does. it's amazing work.
2: He doesn't need it at all. He's got it, man. Michael Slack fucking killed. More like Mike. Michael Slick. Michael Slack.
4: Michael Slack. <laughs> I'm going to hit my Michael Slack! Michael Slack! Michael Slack! Michael Slack!
6: Michael Slack! <laughs> fidget spinner yeah. spinning! Yeah, I did this. Me. I don't know if you can hear this
8: fidget spinner, but it's good. Just tap sp- sp- the mic Wait. with it. Mar- Mar- like? yeah, that say way people so know. Like...
0: So there like you go, fan. talking to a yeah. fan. Hey, Hagen, do your thing or not. Live your life. Do whatever you
1: want. Well, I was gonna keep going to keep going on the, the, the album because we haven't <laughs> talked about uh, the releases yet. So I figured we could do that. You cool with that, buddy? I thought we'd mention that at the end. All right, cool. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we can. That's it. Go better. This takes away from us bickering. <laughs>
5: um, you like how we figure this out, like as we record? I'll do my. I'll will I'll do,
1: I'll do my bit. Um, one one of the bits. Are we doing uh, a segment? We have two segments that we haven't done yet. No, then these always Spoilers. happen. Um, so the first segment is, so you guys have gone on tour, yes, what? multiple times, uh-huh. yes. So the question we always ask everybody is, um, what are your favorite highs and low from Tour? And also what's your best Tim Allen tool time sound?
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Now your highs and lows. <laughs>
2: okay, I think we should go in order from <laughs> Bailey to last. Oh, okay. Um, tour highs. I mean, I would say like when you just when you get that show that's like, oh damn. There's a lot of people here. We booked this whole thing ourselves. We might have played to three people last night in Florida, but tonight, everybody here is like a whole new friend. That mm-hmm. is a high. Like I just love meeting new people and and having a full room. That's why we play partially because you love whenever people make a connection with you. You know.
0: When is Florida gonna secede? We really need that, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, <man. laughs> We actually like playing Florida, because we get to beach it up. But anyways. We'll <laughs> pass um, the beach a few times. That's right, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, tour Lowe's. Went when, oh, man. Well, I'll just say. She brushed her t-
1: teeth in the rainwater.
2: <laughs> that was not rainwater. That was just like a urine. nasty oh, urine puddle is that why you in gotta a gotta storage like unit. Oh, fuck. Uh, we I've got a, a video like of hippies. that. Um... <laughs>
0: You should send that Story to us. Billion. We'll put it Sorry. in the podcast. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I think like, I think like trying to go take a nap in a van and somebody's fucking in it. That was a tour low. Ooh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get into the van to like take a little nap, but then it was already being. But you know that's part of traveling. <laughs> but that's part of traveling with another band too, which is also a tour low. Like, it's, yeah. if you're booking it all yourself, it's real hard to book two bands as opposed to one which is why this tour we just booked came together really quickly so that's my tour high and low tour low
1: what <laughs> Pe- people were fucking in the van
2: yeah
0: that doesn't seem all that it's strong. happened
1: it mul- multiple it has
2: happened yeah. more than once
4: I will say I've never fucked in the van
0: was that necessary did you have to thank you Stephanie for
4: clarifying that <laughs> <laughs>
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't you going to get that. <laughs> no, a single person will understand
1: that. <laughs> our true fans will. The true Do we fans. have those? Yes. I don't know. You, you're the ones who knows Horace who Bray is our true fan. That's true. <laughs> Horace Bray listens to every one of these. Yeah, nope. Hey, what Horace. about you,
0: Stephanie? Hi, Horace. He, he, he doesn't it's listen me. to this. Hi, he Horace. Doesn't he doesn't care about this at all. No. That's the joke. Oh. We had him on. We had he him on, listen. and he asked us
5: if the episode was out a couple weeks after it was already out. We're
0: gonna talk about this every episode. Yeah, until, until he listens. Until he listens, yeah. And then he'll text me. Hey dude,
1: what
2: the fuck? We'll do a Horace shout out hour.
0: That'd be good. There you go. That'll be our new podcast, yeah. Bailey and Me. Horace uh shout out hour.
1: Yeah. The next next tour. Next tour stories.
6: Uh high and low. Um man. I think one of the highs that happens like every tour is just after you've been after you've played a really you know. A show, whether it's your best one or not, like knowing that you're going somewhere to stay at a house with people that you played with or people that are just there helping you out and then that they're having their friends come over afterwards to hang out. And that just makes the night so much more exciting than like going back and crashing on a couch, like going back and hanging and and meeting people and taking stupid photos and playing ninja and like stuff like that, (laughs) you know, like. Just, you know... The after party. The after party is probably... in the hotel
2: lobby. Right? Yeah. That's probably one of my
6: favorite parts. Um, I think a tour low for me personally, it was that time uh, in Louisiana at like 2 or 3 a.m. whenever I forgot to check the uh, oh. the gas tank I was driving. And, um, yeah, we ran out of gas in like the middle of this backcountry road.
2: And it Between was, Lafayette and cousin uh, lives Lake Charles. Lake Charles. Yeah. yeah so the last place you want to get pulled over, Like the yeah. cop to come up on. And you. we were just high
6: on life at that point, and so we did not want to get love. pulled over. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Ariel <laughs> took it upon herself. Her and Ben just like ran their little asses down the highway and found the closest gas station and got some gas and ran back. And I mean, it was kind of a low, but it was kind of like. It was kind of funny too, but it—it it was definitely. We were a, definitely scared. A wake-up call. It
4: was like, holy shit, we have some things that people shouldn't have in immigrants uh, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> police batons, they're, they're, those are illegal.
2: Guns, lots of guns. Uh- <laughs>
0: I think those are legal in the South like
2: yeah, over yeah. legal yeah well yeah I over mean legal. it was other things immigrants but you, you get the idea <laughs> yeah. immigrants yeah. with guns yeah. immigrants. Immigrants, <laughs> with guns so. we'll say immigrants with guns oh
1: my gosh <laughs> good why would you gosh. bring that on tour that's just you already have so much gear well there's the explicit yeah, way you,
6: you gotta have a merch table you, know? you, gotta, you gotta sell I some stuff I never
1: thought about that <laughs>
8: Yeah. We didn't have shirts at the time, so we just
6: picked up a bunch of immigrants and guns, and we were like, "We'll just sell
8: this." Mm, <laughs> <terrible>. mm. <laughs> is this offensive? Yes. On behalf of me, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: no, I don't think it is. I think it's real life, y'all. No. Headed no. out back yeah. to the part where Ariel got the gas. That was gold. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's
7: great.
5: Yeah, see he says he edits but he actually doesn't. I we do. we leave most of this in.
7: Chelsea. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good editing point. That's that's what I need.
7: Yeah, there you go. Like the brom <laughs> Uh <laughs> commercial break. Uh my tour highs have been just like Getting in the car, going on an adventure, not knowing what to expect. Showing up at some random town in some random city in front of some random people, and just playing my ass off, and then like feeling really awesome about it, making new friends, having new experiences. Um, my tour lows every time I've been hungover. Every time <laughs> I've been hungover in a Marriott with a mariachi band out in Kentucky. I've been hungover at a pagan festival up in New York. I've been hung over with these bitches every day. <laughs> and so, like, so, as I have um, a soda pop in my hand, um, but, yeah, um, but, no, that's just, that's just the tour, um, th- that's the tour lows. Lowe's, it's like, man, whenever you're, like, hung over and you're not feeling well and you have no idea where you are and you're, like, i gotta get to next city um, uh, and then i gotta play tonight um that's the worst one but it's all part of the adventure and it's all part of the experience so i i love it i love all of it even even whenever i'm low it's super like that's
0: the thing about tour because it, it is business but it's also like vacation so it's like you know you gotta balance both and like you definitely never do yeah so it's like yeah that's the beautiful thing about tour yeah
7: you turn to a superhuman you know you're yeah, just kind of really like do. wow i did all that stuff that and you, night and i still showed up and you I come still home and everything. sleep for
0: like a solid 24 hours <laughs> and <laughs> you feel great you're out to the bars the next night
7: uh-huh yeah yeah like nothing <laughs> happened you know yeah. you're just like oh.
0: like when do i get to go on tour again
7: right right it happens that is for me miss ariel
0: ariel uh by the way ariel has the greatest uh like Oh, like I think your email is pretty great. I don't know how I saw that, but that was I think I was on an email chain We're with gonna you. Die. And then, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was on an email chain with you and your Instagram handle is also great if you want to mention that.
4: It's uh Ariola51. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high. I was dubbed that. Once, <laughs> so I kept it. By the queen. Um yes, yeah. <laughs> she was knighted.
0: By Beyonce.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Real 51. Mhm. That's what she said to me. Mm-hmm.
0: That was on our show in Houston.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Back when Destiny's
7: child. She yes. <laughs> yes. pointed pointed at Aaron. Aaron was Arial 11. Yeah, right
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you the sword in the stone.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 Thanks, babe. love you. <laughs>
0: Uh (laughs) so other than your high of being on tour with destiny's child what you got
4: (laughs) tour highs obviously like when you play when so like i'll start with a low first when you are so hungover like driving waking up at some random place that Mm -hmm. may or may not be the cleanest that you've slept on their floor you're wearing the same pants you've been wearing for like four days that smell like the beer you already spilled on them. You haven't taken a shower uh, and you haven't put deodorant on because you're borrowing everyone else's, but everyone else is just lost in the van. Just mine. Uh, <laughs> but mostly just Bailey's. Um, and then you are just having to drive like eight hours to the next show that isn't the best show because nobody's there it's kind of like, damn. (laughs) It's pretty. (laughs) (laughs) But then, but then the high is when you, um, you know, wake up the next day and you're like, let's go to the next place and you are, or no, you wake up from a campsite that you stayed at and you're like, whoa, there's a cave on this campsite. Let's go to this motherfucking cave. And, Like, explore. And exploring. Oh, and then, like, running into the ocean uh, with a family of manatees. And then, like, just exploring, like, seeing, like, Big Sur. And then having a great show, like, the next day and eating, like, a badass meal. That's fun. Mm -hmm.
2: Food's great. That's something Mm -hmm. we do different than most bands. We actually will take days off, say, in, like, you know, like the Redwood Forest, we wanted to explore. Like, we want to go see all the sites. If we're going to go all the way up to a part of the country we've actually never been in without the band, then we might as well just see it all. Most tours are focused only on playing the shows. Ours, we always incorporate time for going, going camp- to the beach, camping, going to museums.
6: museums. Yeah. Going to the beach.
0: <laughs> you guys like the, the beach? beach? Yeah, we love the, the beach. beach. Oh, okay. Passed <laughs> out on it. Neat. I don't like the sun very much.
4: They make great napping places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So, you mean the sand? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: I, I don't,
1: don't like sand. sand. Oh, I, thought I don't you like sand. it's yeah, cr- it's it's rough. Oh, it's it's coarse. It gets it gets <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. I, heard yeah. everywhere.
3: Totally <laughs> I heard that totally wrong. So, I heard that wrong. So, um. You
1: two. Yeah, it's no, all we we definitely what. That's all that matters. All that matters <laughs> is that we don't like sand.
0: Yeah, I don't like sand. Hagen doesn't like sand. It's everywhere. We don't like sand.
1: Sand when I was
0: tripping on that. Bailey did not say that into the microphone. I don't want to.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to. Because that's not a tour story. That's a, okay.
2: it's a life story. <laughs> it's a life story. Uh, so um, yeah. what?
0: Another another segment. So no, this, this is you know, our second know, time doing life. the segment. Yeah. I I love this segment. It's badass. Hagen's gonna go last because he sucks. You have no. You have really to follow. Ready. You Roll have it. to follow. Okay. Yeah, we, we're we're gonna the go in a circle. Rules.
1: What Pew. is
2: this?
0: So uh, during this segment, we're going to uh, talk about uh, what we're listening to, Uh, records, uh, audiobooks, whatever, really. It's really just what you're doing. But uh, I'm going to – everyone will just go around in a circle. You can mention, like, records you're listening to, what you just love, whatever. Whatever you want to put on a soapbox.
1: You can't – we they got mad at me last time cuz I started talking when it wasn't my turn to say what I was listening to or to agree with someone else so you got to go in the circle or else he's going to get mad i'm going to lift that i'm going to lift that rule
0: i'm going to lift that rule Damn. tonight Damn. so uh i guess i'll just go ahead and start um the i've been listening to records like all week uh american Football's second lp which is newish but uh i've been super into that lately but uh the biggest thing i've been listening to this week is um andrew jackson jihad's uh album uh christmas island which i actually while researching you guys found out alex Bohr worked on which is mm. incredible because wow. that's an amazing record and an amazing band from uh phoenix and uh they're all sorts of tied to this podcast because alex Bohr um and then also um fish, fish boy, boy opened up for them which was really cool but yeah american football their second lp and uh andrew jackson jihad or ajj if you want to be pc (laughs) that's the true is that a thing yeah he's like uh, whenever you look them up it's sometimes a lot of people because they're an old band like i think like early 2000 like i think they started in like 2000 or maybe 1999 or 8 so their name was andrew jackson jihad and then now it it's still that but it's abbreviated to ajj because they're like, okay, well, we have the name recognition, but we also recognize it's kind of offensive. So you can find them both places. Go ahead, Adam. Cool. What are you listening to?
5: Um, I've been listening to a band called Airplane Mode from New York that I went and finally saw uh, when they played a show in San Jose last week. Uh, I think they have two albums out. Uh, they're both pretty good. If you like some kind of like modern rock with no real specific feel to it. <laughs>
0: That's No bad, specific feel. <laughs>
5: it's not like psychedelic rock or anything, or like prog or anything like that. Um, I guess punk would be the only comparison for it. Hell yeah! Uh, and then uh, the new Portugal the Man record.
0: Isn't that coming out, or comes did out it already? Tomorrow, came... yeah. Nice. So I've been
5: listening to the parts that are out. It'll be out by. <laughs> it'll the be time out by the time this podcast out, comes out, and out. I'm going to listen to it Night at Midnight. So
0: yeah, so it will be caught up, Bailey.
2: Um, You guys get
0: to know the the whole semi, the whole circle we're sitting in. If you if you if you you pay attention, we're going. Don't fucking talk. She's going.
1: Spoilers.
2: (laughs) Today, uh, Queens of the Stone Age just dropped a new (gasps) single off the new album, Villain. Um, Sorry if I stole that from you, Hagen.
1: I'm so happy you did.
2: (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite bands. I was stoked to listen. Like everything they release, I felt a little unsure and a little scared. For the new album but i'm gonna listen to it a few more times see how i feel uh some local music that we just saw play at norman music festival when we were up there lcg and the x is an all-girl band that i really dug um from oklahoma city and then also i hope i'm not stealing this from one of them planet what is a new tulsa band that is made up of some chicks that are just like moving and shaking in Tulsa. We're going out there this weekend, which will be last weekend when this comes out for Barnacle Banger 2. Um, so Planet What and LCG and the X are two super rad chick bands. Planet What like just came out and they just opened for Ty gall at Kane. So like Shit. it was like they'd been a band like three months or something. and That's So yeah, they're really just killing it. So yeah.
6: Uh Yeah, you, you stole that from me. I was going to say Planet What. Um, what? Check that out. Uh <laughs> Other things I've been listening to lately is uh, Tibetan Singing Bowls. Oh, hell yeah. Like, a lot.
2: <laughs> well, Steph's a massage therapist. So. I
6: listen to a lot of Tibetan Singing Bowls. Um, and then, I don't know. I'm going to have to pay attention to the names that come across, like, what my ears are hearing because sometimes I'm just enjoying the music and I don't ever like look to see who it is. That's
0: all it needs to happen. That's what it's about.
7: Uh, But yeah. Well, today I listened to a three-year-old Nigerian boy play Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a music teacher. (laughs) So um, he did a great job. It was his first time. It was awesome. Um, But I actually have listened to Jay Dilla. Got into him this week because I wanted to listen to some chill hip-hop kind of a cloudy day and i was like man i'm chilling at the house i want to listen to some hip-hop so it was the one that popped up on my phone that i really like and i have just been listening to a lot of npr on my commutes classic learning a lot
0: the original podcast
7: oh yeah 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 yeah. all things considered
4: yeah and miss terry gross
0: um ariel um, this week,
4: I've been listening to, uh, like, kind of going back into the Sparks discogra- discography. Um, I'm at Angst in My Pants right now. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. I uh, really like it. Uh, and then Ariel Pink just released, I think, another weekend. And I've listened to that song, like, 15 times. Uh, and then another song I really like uh, that I've been jamming is The Paranoids from LA, they're like three girls and a dude. Uh it's called like freaking you out. And then I listened to uh I revisited like the Who uh Tommy's album like like I listened to it like two times in its full entirety this week. That's pretty much what I've been doing, I think. Yeah.
1: Top knot. Fuck you. Can I talk now? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um I also was listening to the new Queens of the Stone Age song. Uh, it's super different. I think it's great. Mark Ronson produced it, which I think is super interesting. And also, Joshua Homme said that he's been listening to big band music every morning when he wakes up for the past two years because he's not a morning person and he wants to be. So I think that it, like kind of that like that vibe a little bit comes off um, in the new song. Um, I've been listening to the Contortionists. It's a progressive metal band. Um, Aren't they opening for Between the Buried and Me? They are opening for Between the Buried and Me. Um, that's gonna be a good show. It is gonna be a good show. Um, and I have been listening to um, The Reign of Kindo. They're uh, a little jazz rock band that it's not very big, but they're playing with like a bunch of like metal guys. It's really weird. Like the every tour they've been on has been like with a bunch of metal bands. They're like super duper jazzy, like super piano based. It's really cool.
2: Maybe they have, like, a member that's in a metal band or
1: something. Yeah, I I think so, because, like, they they must have something, because also when you go on Spotify, they're, like, related artists are like, other metal bands. I'm like, no, no way. So, uh,
0: I forgot to mention earlier in the episode, but you guys uh, opened up for Tripping Daisy uh, at their um, reunion show, and it was kind of like a little secret show. I mean, the word got out pretty quick, but... uh, that how was that because that so show was sold out i heard it was insane i heard y'all like not only did i hear tripping daisy's set was like incredible but i heard like everyone was talking about oh yeah and pearl earl's set like and i heard that like people were actually there for you guys and so you know just showing up for the big band which just curious how that was
4: it was amazing it was so cool
0: Didn't you uh, crowd surf for the first time there? I
4: did crowd surf for the first time. (laughs) It was the laziest Uh, crowd surf ever. It's the (laughs) laziest crowd surf (laughs) ever. We have it on video. Yeah. I'll post it sometime. It pretty wild. But, I mean, I've never done it before, and I was super... She just
2: kind of fell into the crowd. Yeah,
4: I didn't know what they were going to do with me. She fell forward. She fell forward. She fell boobs
6: first. You never fall boobs first. want to go back <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, back first. Dang it. Well, so then yeah, they we grab your ass, which is far. way better than them grabbing your boobs.
0: Yeah, I'm super worried about, like, I've never crowd surfed, but, like, I feel like that is a genuine concern of just being groped and, like, or your shit getting stolen because, uh,. I was at a D Antwerd show and mm-hmm. like oh, that wow. dude performs in like just boxers straight-up boxers and like he would crowd surf and go in the like mosh pit but people like literally like he would be on his back and they just grab up you know he likes, straight really? up grab him oh, he likes yeah it. yeah but that's like the show and that's their fans <laughs> but like I was just like it. man what the fuck
8: yeah.
2: Yeah. it was yeah. cool playing with Tripp and Daisy they were real they were all really nice guys the show is packed out um, I feel like people were there for us though because they had so much sweet merch for sale and everybody wanted a t-shirt you know it's awesome but then as a result we had a very full crowd but maybe they were there for us too I don't know we had it was cool because you know Trippin' and Daisy's a little older generation we had a lot of people that had brought their young girls and kids to the show and then the kid like I had multiple young women come up to me and say I liked y'all better, you know, or, <laughs> man, Tripp and Daisy's cool. My dad's so about them, but y'all were awesome. Like, That's I awesome. had three, three girls come up to me and say that, that were, like, preteen to teenager, and that meant a lot to me because, yeah. you know, it's cool that we can bridge that gap, you know? Like, we, we can all be in the same room together and, and just make a connection. And, yeah.
6: we,
2: like, before we played,
6: when the doors were opening, we were getting told that there was a line, you know all the way down, like, a couple blocks, and so we were like, oh, dang, well, these people are gonna be here for us, and sure enough, I mean, they listened, like, they came out, we were playing in the back, uh, outdoor patio at Club Dada, and it was packed, it was packed all the way, and it looked about, like, the, about the same capacity, you know, like, everyone got there early, so. so. A lot
4: of people were saying that they were told to come early for us which was really cool That's and then incredible. some people came up to me afterward and they were like yeah we were told to come early and we're glad we did and it was really nice it was awesome it was awesome. a great
0: show mm-hmm. so you guys have the album coming out and you have shows like what shows do you have coming up and
1: especially for the album yeah
0: especially
2: right well, before the album actually we're going on a tour to chicago
0: which will link to whatever um artwork or whatever you have for that we'll link to that so anybody can look in the links or it'll either flash up whatever Yeah. but we'll have links to that. We
4: might have something special with us Yeah. on that tour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just saying.
0: If uh, anybody's got couches or a house uh, I'm sure that would be helpful.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the main date to look out for for all you Dentonites is going to be July 15th. We're playing at Dan Silverleaf with mother tongues a uh, great band right here from denton and acid carousel bunch of young dudes from dallas i dubbed them the most prolific band of dfw because these guys are putting out shit constantly you know like we were talking about earlier you want to wait to put out an album no they they'll rec- they probably recorded something last night and it's oh, yeah. gonna release this weekend whatever. i'm in a
4: dropbox group with them and i see new shit added to the dropbox every day cuz i've i've kind of dabble with acid carousel too but um
2: she plays tambourine and
4: i'm not typing it up and i wrote a song She's for them too but i'm not able to do it all the time with them but i see the
2: dropbox <laughs> but but, <laughs> yes, I see but you we have uh, we i see you. see you we <laughs> have big plans for the 15th like We'd like to, you know, we see a lot of our peers putting out albums at Dan's and making cool little sets and stuff. Pageant wa- Trees was really cool. Pageant Trees was awesome. We wanna, we wanna have some visuals uh, to come yeah. along with just to show, even if it's some simple stuff. But you know. And aren't
0: you guys playing at uh, Trees and you're opening up for Girlpool at? Uh, We're opening
2: up for Girlpool Club on eighth of this 18th. Sunday. 18th. Oh wow! 18th. Shit. Yeah. So. Sunday.
0: Two yeah. days ago. <laughs> Damn it! We literally
4: just found that one out.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's still really cool.
4: July 8th, we're opening up at Trees for Spoonfed Tribe. We've never played at Trees.
2: That'll be big for us. And
4: then after, so we have a, a Fort Worth release party, because Dreamy Life is our record label, and that's who's releasing it. So we're playing a show at Mass, which I've never played at Mass. That's July Just opened. 8th.
1: Yeah, yes. apparently It's a newer it's venue cool. in Fort Worth.
4: Uh, July 22nd and then July 18th will be another cool one. That'll be our first Dallas show with our vinyl and CDs uh, if Dallas people want to buy them. Uh, and it's with Post Animal, which is a cool band from Chicago where we're going soon. So,
0: so uh, you know, check out the record. When, did you guys mention when the record comes out? July 15th. Okay, sorry. Uh just want to make sure that's out there. Yeah, record's out July 15th. You got the record release show at Dan's. um, Tour, obviously, which we'll link to. um, Find you guys on Facebook, Instagram. You guys have your own website, right?
2: We do, PearlEarl.com.
0: There you go. um, And
2: uh, hopefully we'll have some pre-sale. The first hundred vinyl are... Pink. Pink as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. It's
4: very aesthetically pleasing. With the other
0: part of the album, Adam, where can they find us?
5: They can find us at don'tfeedtheartist.com com, or in iTunes or any other podcast app. Um, and we're gonna link to an art- article from we not do it dot uh, that included uh, a bunch of other podcasts, including one that y'all were on recently, the uh, so, so Far, far, far DFW. Sounds. Oh, cool! Sweet. So oh. people want to check out that for another musical Very cool. podcast. I, if you're um, looking around for the area and yeah, if
0: you're and looking for any more, you know. Podcast Denton podcast, music yeah. podcast Chet, we'll link to that article yeah, most of our
5: audience is still Denton, yeah, so
0: yeah, know, if some you're other in New
5: York then sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten
0: the chance to listen to every single podcast, but from what I've heard off of that uh link, there's some really yeah, good podcasts they're all really good
5: and they're all podcasts, except for one of them,
0: yeah, really happy to be sharing uh <laughs> you know the town with those dudes, dudes, and dudettes. um. Fuck!